Oren B. Andy G. How's it going, mate? Well, I was going to say, spring feels like it's come really early because the daffodils are popping up and the, there's lambs everywhere. And to me, yeah. the weather has been a lot warmer at this time of the year than it yeah. has been. But I don't know, something about the season starting early and the change in the weather has sort of... A, it's, a lot of people seem to be getting quite sick. Yeah, mate. It's got a knock-on, some like a knock-on effect, really. Oh, listen. It, uh, listen to that voice. What's going on? I know. On? I've just had it. What do you think of that? Does it sound like I'm talking <laughs> through my nose? Mate. <laughs> oh, shit. What's going on? Well, how have you been? You, uh, dare I ask? Yeah. Yeah, getting, getting better now, but... Oh. Mate, been sick for the last week. Bugger. Freaking horrible, actually. I've hardly, like, by Wednesday, man, I was like couch ridden. It was like just Netflix was all I could do. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then that gets boring to a point, doesn't it? Yeah, there's only so much lying around on the couch you can do. Yeah. So sleeping was another good thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just getting, uh, just getting over something myself, but not quite as bad as you, I'll admit. Um, I probably just had one really bad day, and then no, I just can't seem to shift the sniffles. Worst thing is now the wife's going, oh, I don't feel very well. I've got a sore throat. I'm like, oh, here we go. Now you've got it. <laughs> she's just coming down with it and oh, I'm just getting damn. over it. Yeah, it's like a domino effect, isn't it? I mean, if when you've got a family of, you know, four like you have, five like I have, it is. Uh, it generally starts with the toddler. She'll bring something from kindy and then the other kids will get it and then my wife will get it and then I'll get it. <laughs> yeah, that's how it happened. My daughter brought it home from school. Yeah. Something that should only be a week long turns into a six-week ordeal. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I mean, I, I don't know whether it's just me, but I think these, some of these bugs, they must be getting nastier, eh? Oh, yeah. Um, I reckon, yo, look, I was just talking to the missus tonight, and I said, oh, years ago, you'd probably get one of these sort of sniffly bugs and you have a day or two off work, you know, and then you'd be back at work and you'd soldier through and you'd be all right. But nowadays it's like everyone I've talked to said, oh, no, nah, man, I took a whole week, I had a whole week off work, you know. Just got knocked for six is, so. I mean, is it is it strange to think that maybe since COVID, you know, when we just locked ourselves away for so long, that the yeah. co- the cold itself was almost docile, and then suddenly it's just it came back really bad after COVID was sort of over. Yeah, I think we weren't exposed to the bow the the bugs that we were usually exposed to, eh? And, mm. and now that we are being exposed to them, they've sort of they've upped their game a little bit, eh? And yeah, well, I also made them angry. I also heard that it's not necessarily that the bugs have upped their game. It's the fact that we hid ourselves away from it, so our bodies sort of lost their immunity. Yeah. But the cold that we're getting is like the same strength that always has been, but because our bodies are so much lower in immunity, it's hitting us harder. Yeah, we're a bunch of sookie la-las now. Get sick easy. <laughs> I know. It, it seems that way, doesn't it? Uh, but anyway, yeah. yeah, so it's not quite spring, but almost feels like it. We had a 17-degree day yesterday. A um, little bit of rain, but that's that's standard. A bit of snow up on the mountains, but I can't say it's been frosty and we haven't really had those winter's days that we'd normally expect in the south. The days are warming up up here, but the nights are still cold. I think tonight's supposed to get down to three, and all this week is going to be three or four pretty mm. much, at night. Yeah. So it's still pretty nippy. Well, at least at least you're not like the Aucklanders who say, oh, it's 11 degrees today. My God, how can we survive? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It always comes back to them. Oh, they got, they got the uh, record low of nine degrees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go, go to Canada. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now you'll, then you'll see what cold is. Yeah. Not at the moment, though. God, you see the wildfires on the news up there. Well, yeah, actually. Yeah, Massive and, fires. And, and Maui as well in Hawaii. Yeah, yeah, that was bad, man. Yeah. 
just this thoughts with everyone involved there, lots of lives lost. I did see an illustration of Canada, and it just shows where all the fires are across the whole country. They're friggin' right across from west to, west to east. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Must be, uh, dare I say it, a global warming. Well, um, who knows? Um, yeah, yeah. Lots of New Zealand firefighters have been deployed to go and help with those can- Canadian fires. So, uh, yeah, lots of Kiwis over there trying to do their thing to... Uh, Stomp them out. The guys that go, are they like volunteers or are they like paid firemen that go? Mainly career firefighters, but there may be some volunteers who can go, but I think there's got to be very special circumstances for them to go. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean, career is a bit different to volunteer. Not, not, Not in the way the job's done, but the fact that the career firefighters are the ones whose job it is full time to do that thing yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know the full rules around it but that just makes sense are they any more specialised than a volunteer fireman I, I don't think so I think they would probably in some respects be more experienced at the job than volunteers but we all yep. get the same training yeah 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 I mean oh, some yeah. of them some of them are trained in extra things that volunteers aren't yeah such as ropes and lines for instance some volunteer yeah. brigades are lines trained, but anyway, point is the volunteer fi- uh, volunteer firefighters don't do it as often as the career firefighters. I think that's just the main difference, really. Yeah, if you're doing something more time, may you get good at it. Yeah, well, that's it. I mean, we can do yeah. exactly what the career guys can, to be fair. Uh, like anyway, jogging, you know, I, you know, if I did that all the time, I'd get good at it. But nah. <laughs> well, this is it. I mean, an Olympic runner versus you, who might go for a run every now and again, you do the same thing. <laughs> But you're necessarily not necessarily a career for you. <laughs> no, definitely not a career for me. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get into the podcast. Two, three, four, five, down the tools and up the mic. A training guy, a radio guy, two best mates chatting on the fly. We're musos, we're dads, we're completely the same. We'll yarn about anything, it's all fair game. One hits nails and one nails hits. We'll review good beers and just shoot the sh. We're R&B and Andy G. And this is Tradio. Tradio. Well, it's easy to remember what this episode is. It's number 51. Haul an ass by as per usual. Well, stop. <laughs> Somebody stop us, please. No, actually, don't stop us. Um, yeah. Mate, I I am a reformed smoker, so about 16 years ago I actually quit, and I'd only done it since high school, so in the grand scheme of things I'd probably been a smoker for 8-9 years, Yeah. and um, I never was a big smoker in my smoking days, but just recently I've noticed, if you, you know, well you do notice less and less people smoking these days, but then you see yeah. more, more vapes coming out, but I saw someone having a cigarette in their car, uh, on the way home from work last week and I actually thought to myself how fucking uncool is that now <laughs> you know? that's why they were hiding in their car and doing it yeah it just <laughs> seeing someone with a cigarette just feels so old school do you know what I mean yeah, yeah. but sucking on a douche pipe's no better though eh <laughs> like 
like you look like a fucking choo-choo train you know you, you, you see someone driving down the road and it looks like their car's on fire yeah you breathe out and there's this big trail of smoke well, that's it. it's the vapes like, really the, the amount of smoke that whatever it is that comes off the vapes is like 20 times more than you get off a ciggy so yeah. you're right and it sorry it's fucking proven that it's worse it's bad for you it freaking killed loads of people in America right, over time. That bloody they um like vape lung or whatever they were calling it. Well, it's it's it's, it's vapor. It's not smoke, is it? Yeah. So it gets moisture into your lungs, which yep. is the fucking last thing you want. Yeah. And then <laughs> imagine I mean, that drowning really? yourself. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna quit smoking, but I'm gonna start vaping because it's healthier. And no, no, you're actually gonna drown yourself rather than just uh, yeah. fill your lungs with tar, for instance. I'm gonna die, but I'm gonna go out smelling like roses yeah. <laughs> or smelling like watermelon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sugar candy puffs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, the flavors are just nuts. So, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Okay, yeah. There's such young kids getting into it, eh? Yeah. You know, just like, oh, seven years old, eight years old, going, oh, it's cool to go go and pinch my brother's fucking vape and. Yeah. (laughs) Really? Could you think back in the 80s, 90s when you had those hardened smokers and like, yeah, fuck yeah, 60 Dunhill Reds every day, fuck yeah, look at me. (laughs) And then now it's like, yes, I like my vape and my my golden candy floss puff. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's no, it's no, it's no cooler. No, no. All you need is a man bun and a and a and a, and a, um, <laughs> and a vape, eh? and then you look fucking awesome. Oh, then. Don't forget the uh, latte as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So smoking just so uncool these days. I mean, because you don't see it much anymore, but uh, when you do see it, 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 it's it just reeks of old school. Yeah, yeah. You still see the old boys out there eh, that have been smoking rollies. Oh, you know, for, yeah. for your whole life, and they still enjoy a smoke, and you see yeah. those old, really old buggers still doing it. And you think, oh, yeah, good on you. The ones with the big bushy moustaches that are actually yellow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good on them. Um, Go up and shake their hand and say, it's good to see someone who really knows how to do it right. <laughs> yeah. So I got a bit of a surprise the other day. You know, a, a few episodes ago, I was talking about how I learnt to solve a Rubik's Cube. Um, but I'd actually <laughs> cheated in doing so and found a website that can help you solve a Rubik's Cube. Well, the Rubik's Cube that I was using is now sitting in my toddler's toy box, and uh, I was playing some games with her uh, just recently, and um, I got a bit carried away with some Lego, and then she just went over to her toy box and just started fiddling with the um, the Rubik's Cube, which I actually saw was jumbled. Yeah. How jumbled, I don't know. But then... I'm not making this up for the sake of the podcast. I'm still completely blown away by what I saw. But literally a couple of minutes later, she showed me a completed Rubik's Cube. <laughs> she's yeah. she's three years old. And it looks to me like she'd actually figured out how to solve this cube. And I, I'm no word of a lie. I, I put my hand, my hand on my heart and I say that it was jumbled when she picked it up. And then two minutes later, it was completed. <laughs> well, they say hey, if you've got a knack for that sort of thing, and you you know you got a brain, like Erin's grandfather used to be like that. He had a, a brain for doing puzzles. Yeah, and even she said he could do a Rubik's cube like in the blink of an eye, just pick it up and go, oh yeah, sh- 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 done. You know, and some people can just see how it needs to be solved. With me, yeah. I look at it and I go, how the fuck am I going to do that? <laughs> yeah, there's a website for that. 
But yeah, yeah. Uh, like I said, my, my three-year-old daughter, she picked up a jumbled Rubik's Cube. I, like I said, I don't know how jumbled it was. It may have just been slightly out. But she gave me a completed Rubik's Cube a couple of minutes later, and I honestly, I was just like, what the fuck am I looking at right now? <laughs> like, you, got a, you got a kid like Rain Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got to solve the Rubik's Cube. Got to solve the Rubik's Cube. Um, <laughs> But no, she she was very proud as well. I mean, she literally showed it to me because look, look, Daddy, all the colours are the same. It's like holy crap, yeah. you've just solved a freaking rubber cube. <laughs> should have jumbled it. Should have jumbled it up and given it back to her and gone here, solve it again. Yeah, well, I mean, well, there's something to do for the next podcast. Then I'll, I'll jumble it up and not so much. I'll just a little bit. I'll give it back to her and see what she does, and I'll, I'll report back in the next episode. Okay, <laughs> you let me know what she does. Yeah. <laughs> now, how much do you like your coffee? Your proper, I'm a coffee snob. I'm yep. a proper coffee snob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just bought. Good. We just bought a brand new coffee machine. Actually, it was um, three hundred dollars down from eight hundred at Briscoe's. Is it like a grindy up of your own beans one? No, it's not. But that's fine. But this oh, is it one of those cheats ones? You put the little pod in. No, fuck no, no, no. Use the proper grounds and make oh, it yeah. make it properly. But anyway, the point I'm making is that I also love my coffee as well. And uh, we, the old machine had been with us for about 11 or 12 years, and it has just served us so well. It was $99. It was, um, <laughs> I've had it this long, I can't remember what the brand was, but it was only a $99 special. And the thing has lasted us for like 11, 12 years. And only recently it's just started um, shitting itself, and the seals are gone on it, and water's coming out everywhere. So we thought, well, okay, we'll put it away. For three days, we had no coffee machine, and we were feeling it, man. Um, Start getting angry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The point I'm making is is that I managed to get two free coffees in a row at work this week, which was absolutely awesome. Um, yeah, yeah, it was really cool. Um, because the first one, because at work we have a cafe, but the coffees there they make are like legit, but you get a card, and every time you buy a coffee, you clip it, and then when you get to the eighth one, it's free. So it was uh, awesome. I used my card to get my eighth coffee free one day. And then the next day when I went back down there, I ordered a, uh, a coffee. I do like my flat whites. And um, by you know, luck of the draw, the girl put the details into the FPOS machine. And all this jumble and rubbish came up on the screen of the FPOS machine. Because when I went to swipe my card, it, I just couldn't make any sense of what was on the screen. So I hit cancel. And the transaction voided out. And then once she gave me my coffee, I said to her, hey, um, that didn't actually work, so can you put it through again? She's like, ah, don't worry about it, just go. I was like, sweet. <laughs> sweet. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, what are the chances getting two free coffees in a row? Just, on the uh, win-win. Oh, I know, mate, yeah. Yeah, I've, I've, you know, since I'm on the road a lot now, I've, uh, I've, I've sussed out all the good coffee places to go, eh? Hmm. Um, and then the best value for money. I'll tell you what, the best value for money is the um, Bunnings Warehouse have got cafes in them. Hmm. And the coffees in there are, what are they, $3.80 for a medium flat white. And they're freaking good coffees, man. $3.80, it's cheap as chips. So well, you can the, get a large, like a massive one for like $4.20, and it's huge. I can't even drink the whole thing. Because <laughs> yeah. um, I'm, I'm sure you would become a bit more of a coffee connoisseur with all the Ks that you do and all the places you stop. Yeah, mate. Yeah. All over the place. Because I'd be interested to find somewhere that makes a better coffee than Wild Bean Cafe at BP. Yeah, they do good ones, eh? They do good ones. Yeah. They always have. Yeah, I know, of a, I know of a couple of places that are pretty... Well, one of them definitely beats it, and there's a couple others around that are pretty bloody close. Yeah, depends on the coffee beans you're using, eh? Like that Rover coffee bean. That's a good one. I got some. I've actually brought some from the Rover factory in Auckland. Mm. Um, I actually brought some beans home. They're that bloody good. 
and yeah, there's a couple other brands around that are really top notch too. So how how does yours come? Do you just get you just buy the bags of already ground up coffee? Yeah, yeah. You don't yeah. buy the beans. No, we don't have a grinder, but um, oh. yeah, but it's already ground, ready to go, and then we just put it into the little. I don't even know the name of the thing. It's just like the little handle thing that you fill, and then you just sort of press it down. Yeah. Compact it in, and then uh, put it into the machine. Put your cup under it, and then froth the yeah. milk yourself. Yeah. Yeah, it's good, eh? Yeah. Become like a barista, a home well, barista. I think we're pretty well trained, mate. I I make some pretty fucking good coffees, if I'm honest with you. And this new machine, <laughs> I'm still trying to figure it out. But I think this, you know, due to the machine being so good and so modern now. Um, yeah. The coffees have just gone that sort of next level up. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit yeah. shit for me at the moment though, because with this cold and whatever it is, I, I, I've pro- I, it wasn't COVID. I don't think unless COVID's mutated to uh, not show up on the test, but I tested myself like three times and uh, didn't show up. But I've totally lost my sense of taste and smell. It's only just oh. starting to come back today. Okay. The other day I had a hot, like we had tea, we got some Thai from down the road for dinner on Friday night, and I thought, stuff it, I'll get a hot one, see if it helps to clear out my sinuses. So I got like a real hot, chilly one, Yeah. and I ate it like it was cold rice. <laughs> didn't, it didn't even affect me. I just ate this thing, and I, just, I said to my missus, I was like, I should be sweating and just about crying at the moment, <laughs> but I nothing. <laughs> oh, shit. <clears throat> well, there you go. Yeah. We take our taste and sense of smell for granted, don't we? Talking of coffees, things that New Zealand invented. I found this interesting uh, chat uh, online recently, and it's it's things that have been invented by New Zealand, and some things that you wouldn't even think about. And uh, it's interesting though, coffee actually did pop up on this list. Um, Apparently, instant coffee was invented by a New Zealander. 1890, New Zealander David Stang developed a soluble instant coffee in Invercargill. However, it wasn't until 1909 that instant coffee found its mass appeal. What I thought we'll talk about is some of the uh, Kiwi's favourite things that came out of New Zealand. Uh, Vogel's Toast made the list. And yep. I don't think you can beat a Vogel's Toast. I mean, there's some, I don't know what it is about Vogel's. Why do you have to toast it twice? Vogels is crap if you just eat it, but when you toast it, it's mint. Yeah, it's not nice with. Yeah, it's not nice not toasted. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why you have to toast it twice. I've never quite understood that. Why? Why does it not toast like conventional bread? I don't know. I just like I just toast the shit out of it until it's yeah. just about black, and it's- then. Um, <laughs> And then just put Vegemite all over it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, pavlova, this is a big argument between us and Australia. Apparently, Bart Shash, I think it says, a, a chef in Perth, Western Australia, created the dessert, but his recipe is believed to date from around 1935. They also claim to have a pavlova recipe in Australia dated back to 1926, the same year as New Zealand's recipe. So, however, oh, the yeah. Aussie version has got jelly as a base which is not a proper pav. Uh, no. So it's not as we know it, so New Zealand will take the crown on that one. What about pineapple lumps? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pineapple lumps, absolutely. Something else that New Zealand invented, daylight savings, believe oh, yeah. it or not. Even though it happens in some countries around the world, not all of them, we were the ones who did it first. A scientist Sweet. called George Vernon Hudson and a British builder 
called William Willett. I've no idea how a builder got involved with this. But in <laughs> 1895, Hudson presented a paper to the Wellington Philosophical Society proposing a two-hour shift forward in October and a two-hour shift back in March. And it is how we know it today. Not two hours, obviously, but an hour. Interestingly, the aeroplane which might pique your interest, being a former pilot yourself. Obviously, the Wright brothers, they flew their monoplane in December 1903, but many believe that New Zealander Richard Pearce was the first person to fly as early as 1902, more than 18 months before the Wright brothers. Yeah, they haven't really been able to prove it. No, but Richard Pearce, quite a synonymous name with aviation down in the Timaru area. Um. A guy called Colin Murdoch invented the disposable hypodermic needle, believe it or not. Mate, you want to see something interesting, have a look at how they make those things. Oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah, yeah, they, they, it's actually like elongated. They get metal and they actually stretch it. Oh. So they, put it, they heat it somehow, I think, and they put it between two clamps and they stretch it out from a you know quite a big pipe right down to this thin fucking thing and then they cut them into the little needles, you know. And they have these uh, holes in the middle naturally, do they? Yeah. Yeah, so it's got the hole in it because of the tube they elongated out. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Quite cool. Zorb and modern modern bungee. Zorb, a.k.a. Yeah. A.k.a. downhill ball rolling in a giant inflatable sphere. Uh, Thanks to two Kiwi blokes, Andrew (coughs) Akers and Dwayne van der Sluis, who invented it back in 1994. I've done the Zorb. Have you done the Zorb? No, my missus went and did it with some of her friends, and I wish I was there to watch because it was – her and two other girls in their, in their bikinis, and they did a wet one. So it's all full of water and bubbles and stuff, and they yeah. go down the hill in their bikinis. Soapy and rolling around each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah soaping and rolling around all over each other. And, and so I missed that because I wasn't there, but yeah. they should have done it. I did the same one. Um, <laughs> I, I did the, the soapy, wet zorb, uh, except I was in there with my male cousin. Uh, oh, lovely. <laughs> bit of male bonding. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, bungee jumping began with a small group of people in Vanuatu. Uh, for centuries, they'd fearlessly fling themselves from huge towers with merely a few vines tied around their feet. Even though AJ Hackett, as you said, he brought the world's first commercial bungee operation to New Zealand, which opened at the Kawarau Bridge in November 1988. Have you seen those crazy buggers jumping off those towers with the vines around their feet? Mate, there's no the, the, they just those, go, there's no <laughs> there's no stretch in those vines, eh? <laughs> Way to dislocate your hips. Yeah. yeah. I think it's a rite of passage for those Vanuatu tribes people. As you stand up on the top of the tower, eh? You become a man by throwing yourself off a tower with a vine around your feet and smashing into yeah. the ground. You go, I'm gonna stay a boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, and a couple more things, actually, that were invented in New Zealand. Uh, saying statements like questions and questions like statements, such as, what are you doing today? I'm going to work. <laughs> 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 and finally, invented in New Zealand, heating up knives to do some spots. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just doing some dots. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, we're not too far away from Father's Day now. Believe it or not, Father's Day, I remembered the other day, is exactly one year since I broke my back. I broke my back on Father's Day. Did I, you? Yeah, it was Father's Day. I could, I ah. freaking had forgotten that it was Father's Day. Okay. You mean like... Father's Day. <laughs> Father's Day. <Yeah>. Father's Day. <laughs> So, yeah, talking about Father's Day, um, I don't think we've ever done this on the podcast before, but I've got that 
there's a there's a phone call that was made um, uh, by a guy who was on More FM in Rotorua just before me. And he had this caller on the line called Solly, and he was doing a reverse trivia where basically she was in to win, I think it was a fish and chip or a pizza voucher or something along the lines. And if she basically answered the question correctly, so he said, Sunday is the answer, but what is the question? And it was her job to answer the question, what day is Father's Day? That would have won her the prize. But this particular listener, she's not the brightest spark, and she used to listen to me when I was doing that same show in Rotorua not long after this guy. And I met her a few times, and she's lovely. She's really down to earth, but she is a few um, sandwiches short. But I'm going to play this call, which ends up on radio all around the country around Father's Day every year, and you'll get an idea of just how slow she is. (laughs) Have a listen to that. It's so good. It's so good. Here we go. February 1st trivia answer tonight, Sunday. What do you reckon the question might be? Father's Day. What 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 about Father's Day? Father's Day is on Sunday. Yeah, 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 but what's the question? Oh, oh, no, I don't know. Oh, you, you you're close. I just I just need the question. Oh, like I'm not too sure. Like the answer's Sunday, but what would the question be? Oh, all I know is Father's Day. Yeah, 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 yeah you're kind of right. I just need to know the question. Oh. Like, uh, the 31st? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just need it in a question form, though. Like, as, as a question. Like, maybe, like, what day is Father's Day? What day is Father's Day? Sunday. Yeah, so, so what would the question be? Uh, Father's Day is on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah but <laughs> if it was to be a question, it would be, what day is Father's Day? So, so what, what day is Father's Day, right? Yeah, so the answer the answer is Sunday. Sunday. What do you reckon the question might be? What's the question, right? Oh, not don't know. You 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 you're ninety percent there. You just need to you need to give me the question. Uh, the answer. Happy Father's Day. No 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 oh. no. If, if 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 the answer's Sunday, just you, the the question needs to be what day is Father's Day. What day is Father's Day? So if I ask you that, you give me that as the question, eh? What day is Father's Day? Sunday. Yep. So the answer's Sunday. What would the question be? Father's Day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't know. No, no, no. But the, the the question needs to be what day. The answer needs to be what day is Father's Day. What day is Father's Day? So if I, I'll, I'll say the answer is Sunday, and if you can say what day is Father's Day, that's what I need. Okay. 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 The answer is Sunday. What 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 do you reckon the question might be? Sunday. <laughs> what you need to say to me? What day is Father's Day? Oh. Okay. The answer is Sunday. What's the question? What day is Father's Day? You got it. You've got it. (laughs) (laughs) So just a bit of context there is that that's the audio that did not actually get played on air. What he was doing was recording that off air during a song and then what he ended up doing when he went to air was he edited all of that rubbish out from the middle and the call sounded like she got the question right the first time. Um, I was talking to the guy, his name's Gareth Lishner. Uh, All credit due to Gareth because um, he said to me when I questioned him about that, he was like, yeah, I actually didn't um, put my name on it when he put it on YouTube and he's lost the password to the YouTube channel so he couldn't actually put his own credit to it. So a lot of people (laughs) don't know who it was that actually did that. And here's the cool thing actually, and, and well, I'll play it in a second, but... Um, many years ago, it was almost, I think it was nine years ago now. You remember John Owen Ben? Yeah. Now they're still in radio. They're almost like the Anton Deck of New Zealand, if you like. 
um, the UK presenters, but um, they had a show called Jono and Ben at 10 about nine years ago, which was a 10 o'clock p.m. show, but it was just a comedy skit show. And they had a guy on there called Guy Williams, who was a New Zealand comedian, and he had his own segment where he'd go out and do investigative reporting on various things that have happened around the country. (laughs) Anyway, because I was at More FM at the time, Guy Williams came and did some filming and had me help Solly redeem herself. (laughs) So we got her back into the studio, and um, I asked her the question... And she had to answer it correctly, and then we redeemed it, and she won herself some prizes. Um, this is how that went. We're going to go along to more FM, and we're going to get it right this time. <laughs> I can't wait. Hope so. All right, Solly, we're behind the mic. Andy's going to ask the question. Good luck. Solly. Yes. Sunday is the answer. What is the question? What day is Father's Day? Yes! <laughs> So, yeah, I've put that video up on YouTube. In fact, I'll share it to the Tradio Facebook page. But the thing is about that is because I was working at More FM, when this thing really started to take off, a lot of people believed that it was me that did it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I get a lot of people saying, oh, that thing you did is brilliant with uh, Solly and the uh, Father's Day thing. I'm like, actually, I've got to tell everyone it wasn't me. I just worked at the radio station after Gareth had been there and... It was him yeah. that did it. So, um, yeah, so <laughs> so that just makes it on virtually every radio station in New Zealand around Father's Day, and uh, it was quite neat to be a part of that New Zealand um, history, I suppose, if you're radio history, to help that yeah, yeah. woman redeem herself. So, yeah, it was nice to be a part of that. Yeah, it's on. <laughs> you hear it every year, eh? It comes yeah. on the different radio stations. Never gets old. Never gets old. Never gets old. Do you ever miss working on the radio stations? or? Um, well, I'm still doing some casual stuff for a radio station in, to- in Taupo at the oh, moment, but um, that, that yep. keeps the cobwebs off. But do I miss working like full-time in radio? I don't know. Um, I think it became too regimented for my liking. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's probably the best yeah. way I can explain it. It was just, um, yeah... A lot of expectations on your shoulders, and yep. um, you know, I, I felt too restricted, so I uh, actually started not enjoying it anymore. Yeah, yeah, fair yeah. enough, too. Eh? And some, you know, working at the, I was working at a at a, a, a station that didn't have many staff, and I was doing so many different jobs. I was breakfast host, operations manager, news writer, production engineer, you know, and I was out and about all the time and working most weekends and. Yeah, just, it just got a bit much. You burn, burn yourself out, eh? Yeah. Keep doing that. Well, this is it. Had to make the family decision. Um, so, yeah, look, I do miss it, but only to a degree. I think I've had a good innings. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but I don't yeah. think I'm looking to go back into full-time radio. The casual thing, uh, no, it's, there's no restrictions. It's uh, totally over to me. I do what I want. <laughs> yeah. You know, so I'm happy. Something else I enjoy doing is being a volunteer firefighter, and I found... Uh, a lot of people tend to know that firefighters get nicknames. <laughs> yeah. I've found some fantastic chat um, about firefighter nicknames. And um, I've got to share some of these with you that I found. It's so good. We've got a few firefighters in our brigade that have nicknames, but none of them really are that crazy funny. I mean, they're just standard yeah. standard nicknames. But I found some nicknames that I've got to share with you for various firefighters around the world. <laughs> So, yeah, this one says, uh, we had a firefighter called Drillbit because he's a small, boring tool. 
We called a guy in our brigade Loaf because he got a yeast infection from his girlfriend. (laughs) 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 Uh, This one here says, Harvey Norman, three years in and no interest. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's for those who don't know, Harvey Norman is like a big ticket item electronics and furniture store that always does zero interest on 36 months interest free uh tow truck headed towards a breakdown (laughs) (laughs) uh wicket keeper puts on gloves and stands back (laughs) um seaweed floats around all day and stinks <laughs> uh, nicknames for firefighters: Lantern, not very bright and has to be carried. <laughs> uh, penguin, always on the ice. Always on the ice. <laughs> uh, deck chair folds under pressure. Oh, G spot because you can never find it. <laughs> uh, two stroke, hard to get started and always smokes. Um, A firefighter in our brigade called Morphine Slow moving dope (laughs) And biscuits crumbles under pressure (laughs) (laughs) And uh, salmon goes against the flow (laughs) (laughs) I spend a bit of time when I can Just watching random bullshit online Right, um, it happens. Like, Guilty. Yeah, <laughs> we all do it. Um, but anyway, I found this dude. Uh, he's called the Backwards Dude. I think I think you might you might have heard about him too. But he is yeah. very good at speaking backwards. He's quite incredible, eh? He is. Um, this video I found was him out and about in public, and he's asking people to give him something to say. And he will then record it onto an app on his phone, saying it backwards, and then the app plays it forwards, and it sounds normal. It's incredible. Yeah, yeah. Have a have a listen to this. Hey, I'm the backwards dude, and I can talk in reverse. This app will take anything I say and reverse it. So, what do you want me to say? Say I'm not a hundred bees working together. No way. I'm not a hundred bees working together. What? (laughs) Yeah. How does your brain work? (laughs) People are amazed when I tell them I can talk backwards and completely blown away when I do it. Yo. (laughs) Four score and seven years ago. I was reading the best net. Rolks Rolf. Four score and seven years ago. People give me requests for really hard words. Here's an example anti disestablishmentarianism. One thing that people like to challenge me to say is how much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood backwards? And that is. How much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? Oh my god. How good. Oh, it's funny. Oh, man. In post, I, I think, let's try it. I, I'm going to try and say Tradio backwards, and I'll see. Um, Tradio. Uh, there we go. I don't know how that's going to sound, but we'll reverse it in post-production. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should we try that? 
<laughs> see how that comes out. <laughs> oh, <coughs> had to think about it, but that's quite. When I um, when I first cool. saw that guy online, I, they had they were talking. I didn't see that those bits that you had, but I saw some other things on him, and he he said the way he learnt it was he said the same way you'd learn another language. Mm. So how you would pronounce like saying learning Japanese, you'd pronounce the words in certain ways. And he said the same thing applies to learning um, the English language backwards. He said you just got to learn how to pronounce each each letter in a, in reverse way, and then put them together. And he was explaining it, and I was like, oh, okay, it's quite interesting. Okay, yeah, okay, that's a way to do it. Because when he's saying, when he's actually re- recording himself talking backwards, it does sound like another language, legitimately. Yeah. That's impressive. Anyway, um. Our listeners would have heard it by now, but I'm very interested to hear what Tradio would sound like backwards when I um, reverse it later. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, mate, keen on a dad joke off. Oh, yeah, might have a couple there, eh? Dad jokes are bad jokes, but actually they're good jokes because we're dads. <laughs> Did you hear about the guy who dipped his testicles in glitter? Oh, I'm sure I've heard this one. I don't, I don't remember. Oh, pretty nuts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I bet you people have tried that. <laughs> Mate, my wife's leaving me because she thinks I'm as obsessed with astronomy. I said, what planet are you on? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. What's the difference between a drunk and a stoner? No idea. When driving, a drunk will approach a stop sign and may speed right through it. A stoner will actually stop and wait for it to turn green. <laughs> <laughs> I asked this old man I met who was 95 years old. And I said to him, after all these years, you still call your wife darling, love, honey. What's the secret? And he said, well, I forgot her name 10 years ago. I'm afraid to ask her. <laughs> 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 i got another grandpa joke for you. We just found out our grandpa's been addicted to Viagra. Nobody's taking it harder than grandma. <laughs> <laughs> A colourblind friend of mine insisted that apples were yellow. I said, that's bananas. <laughs> I asked my wife, so do you think the cup is half full or half empty? And you know what she said to me? She said, please, for the love of God, could you stop wearing my bras? <laughs> How do you get 100 maths teachers into a room that only fits 99? You carry the one. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> a woman went on trial recently for beating her husband to death with his guitar collection. The judge says... First offender, she says. No, first a Gibson, then a then a Fender. <laughs> I, I'm gonna I'm gonna end with one that I think you'd appreciate with your background as a handyman. So I hired a handyman, and I gave him a to do list while I went out. I came home to find he'd only done jobs one, three, and five. It turns out he only does odd jobs. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's a good one. That is a good one. That is a good one. <laughs> the odd job, man. Dad jokes are bad jokes, but actually they're good jokes because we're dads. There's actually a guy in, in town here called the odd job, man. 
Oh yeah, what was, have you got there? Was was he around when you were still handymanning? Yeah, he was there. He was doing his own thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Do you still get yeah. inquiries from people now that you have changed jobs? Believe it or not, I do. What do you do? I had a weird, I had a real weird one the other day. Actually, someone rang, someone rang my new work number. Really? No, that's right. It was one of my old work colleagues. I don't know how he got my new work number because he's he wouldn't have my new, um, you know, Southern Cutting number. Next thing I know, my phone rings and I answer it, and he goes, "Oh, you still doing that handyman work?" <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, I wanted a concrete job done. I'm like, oh no, nah, I don't do that anymore, mate. Sorry. Do you miss it? No, no, oh, not really. Being outdoors and being active, you know, that was quite good. Yeah. But um, the new job, I'm still around all over the place. I'm outdoors. I'm in the car. I'm all over. You know, it's it's. But you're not as active, obviously. You're sort of sitting on your ass all day. But yeah. Well, that's mm. it. I mean, I, I I enjoyed. You know, sometimes I'd finish work and I'd come out and help you do jobs. And yeah, yeah, that was good. Yeah, and you'd pay me in beer. Oh, that was awesome. Um, beer or cash. <laughs> it was even better when I'd ring you up and you'd finished on the radio and I was like looking at the sea going, fuck, it's flat calm out there. Well, and I'd go, fishing. I'm going to finish early day. And I'll ring Andy and say, should we go and get the boat and go fishing? Hell yeah. Yeah. So, those are the days. I know. And then I went and fucked that up and moved down south. <laughs> so just before we wrap things up actually i'm going to say that my heart was broken today by my wife because i'm um, she said oh, i she said are you catching up with oren tonight and i said yeah yeah, yeah we are yep um she's like, oh, okay sweet what time i said oh 7 30 as usual she's like oh, okay and i said did you know that we've just done 50 episodes? Like, we've literally just... Did, last time we did our 50th episode, I said that to her. And she's like, oh, wow, that's amazing. Like, And I said, yeah, we've been doing it now for almost two years. I think next year will be our second anniversary of doing the Tradio thing. And she's like, 50 episodes, that's pretty impressive, eh? I was like, yeah, it is. She goes, I haven't listened to one of them. <laughs> <laughs> and, there's, and there's a part of me that says... Well, that's a bit shit. But then again, it's like, well, maybe that's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> Believe it or not, I have to watch what I say now because my uh, my daughter's a mad keen listener. Yeah, so is like mine. She'll be, she'll be doing stuff in her room, like cleaning up her room or doing some colouring in, and she's got Tradio going in the background. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, my 10-year-old, actually, I found out tonight. She's like, oh, man, my friend Sienna, we listen to Tradio. It's like, oh, crikey, okay. I said, that's not, okay. really, not really for your ears. <laughs> yeah, better clean up our language. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. We've got kids listening. We might need to sh- sharpen up. If your kids are listening, go to bed. You're yeah. supposed to be asleep. Fuck <laughs> off to bed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and believe dear. it or not, look what's written up here. Look. I gotta show you on here, look. If I can get it around there. Written on your wall. What's written up there? Can you see it? Get kids on podcast again. Oh yeah. <laughs> My daughter wrote it up there. Oh, did she? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's something we haven't done in a while is get the kids on, actually. Yeah. We'll have we to we'll it. have to make sure we do that. Um <laughs> anyway, Tradio, teaching kids interesting swear words, one day at a time. <laughs> For fifty episodes. Yeah. No, we'll have to up our game again a bit. I think we'll have to try and get some guests on and yeah. get our shit together. Absolutely. We've I've both got- been so busy. Now we've both sort of settled into our new roles and Yeah. I've been working for my new boss for nearly a year now, eh? Have you? In a few months it'll be a year, so What's a hell? Jeez. Fucking time, time flies, mate. Does, mate, don't it? Well, I mean like 
we're here we are at 51 episodes we never thought we'd get past our 10th <laughs> <laughs> oh dear anyway mate always a good uh, good time good catching up and I'll leave you with this wee thought for the day nothing makes you question your existence faster when an automatic door does not open for you <laughs> you get maybe maybe I am a ghost yeah <laughs> I have no soul there is ginger in my family <laughs> <laughs> alright mate good yarn I hope you feel better next time and uh, go and have yourself a bit of a sleep sounds like you need it ok mate see you next time see ya see ya